You're listening to the Amanda Doherty Press Podcast, a show designed to help small business owners, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs like you feel more equipped to handle your marketing strategy. Hey everybody, I am Matt Doherty, host of the Amanda Doherty Press Podcast. Uh, Today I'm joined by my wife and visionary behind the brand, Amanda. Hi, glad to be here. Yeah, it's the first of many podcasts we're going to be releasing in the coming months to help small business owners, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs like you feel more equipped to handle your marketing strategy. Yeah, we are all about supporting small business owners and micro business owners and even people who have been around the block and are just looking for a little bit of added energy into their marketing strategy. We have done it the DIY route for the past three years and we did not (laughs) want you to feel like you had to do that same strategy. That took years off of our lives. So we're hopefully going to save you some therapy money Yeah, and have some fun on this podcast. Plus we know because we're small business owners ourselves, we are very bad at taking time off. So this is a good excuse for you to invest some time into your business while sitting down and maybe propping your feet up for a few minutes. Yeah, for sure. We've made uh, about every mistake you could possibly make. And then some. Yeah, so let us help you not make those mistakes anymore. (laughs) I just want to jump in. Amanda, to start off, tell us a little bit about your background. Who are you? How'd you get into marketing? Um, Well... It's funny hearing my husband ask me that. Who are you? (laughs) But it's a valid question. I am um, a small business owner myself, uh, but I did not start off that way. I went to college for a degree in contemporary journalism. And if you're curious what that means, it is where you write nonfiction, which by default just kind of makes you feel like it's boring um, and making it sound really fun, story inspired. So it reads like fiction but it's actually true. And I think one gifting that I was able to pick up from that specific degree and through years of working with other amazing writers in that field, I was able to develop a nag for storytelling and um, really drawing out the story behind unique brands and unique people. And so that in my core is what I get most excited about and has been the common thread from the beginning. And so after writing for several years, I also went back and got a master's degree in education. So that whole concept of taking large, boring, abstract ideas, you know, like the Industrial Revolution, I taught history, Industrial Revolution, the Renaissance, um, anything that you can imagine trying to explain to a seventh grade boy, um, I had to make that fun and engaging. And so I kind of pulled that story strategy back out of my pocket and I utilized that. Fast forward several years, and Matt and I and our son, Desi, we've got a five-year-old son. Uh, we moved across the country to northern Colorado, and that is where we are today. And so um, Matt started to go back to teaching. Our son needed a little bit of extra support, so I needed to stay at home, but I also needed to make some extra income. So I thought I would <laughs> learn um, how to engrave things using a laser engraving machine and then try to sell all those designs online. And let me tell you, at first, it was, I wouldn't even call it a hobby because I wasn't even good at it. And eventually it grew to the hobby status and then to, um, you know, that, hey, I've got something cute. Hey, thanks, mom, for being my only customer when I opened my Etsy site. And then later on, the Etsy site grew and grew and that became uh, probably the most stable income. And I think what I had to rely on initially was an enormous amount of storytelling, solid copywriting. And um, because I had no money whatsoever to dedicate to things like paid ads or, you know, honestly, a, a full st- social media strategy was not top priority for me. Um, and if you look at my success now, you're going to see a uh, a website, a Etsy site, an 
Amazon site, all three succeeding very much past where I expected us to be. Um, very much past what I expected us to be as well. So, <laughs> so we yeah. learned and, you know, we're super proud of that business, but over time, um, we became a common source of, Hey, can you come over for coffee or Hey, can I buy you a beer or Hey, can you come over for dinner? So I can ask you how you grew your business and how I can do that for my own. So that's kind of where this whole thing started and what brings us to this specific podcast and to this new brand that we launched even as we speak less than two weeks ago, that LLC finally went through. Um, Amanda, second question for you, uh, going along those lines. Um, you mentioned a lot of the SEO stuff. Where did you get your background in SEO? How'd you really, uh, I guess, cut your teeth on learning how to uh, do the SEO optimization with storytelling? That started entirely, I, I think I should step back for just a minute and answer yeah. what is SEO, because SEO is one of those funny jargon abbreviations, because marketing agents are really good at marketing really obnoxious terms. I'll be the first one to say that. And so um, we're all about transparency here, so I'd like to make sure you're caught up and up to speed. SEO literally stands for search engine optimization. So say, for example, you write a blog or you create a new product and you launch it onto your website. Um, the problem is you now have to wait for Google to figure out what the heck that page is and how to index it. And it's huge. Um, you know, it's, it's very ever complex in growing and developing algorithms. Um, and so you have to understand how Google works essentially. So when you type in a specific set of words or a keyword, um, Google will know what to put at the top of the search results and maybe what is less relevant, which is going to fall further down the page or even, you know, 200 pages later in the archives. So SEO is crucial because on one hand you have the storytelling element, you know, you have to be able to share a good story. You have to be able to communicate your vision, your brand, and get people to really fall in love with what you're doing and partner alongside of you. But if Google doesn't like you, what you're writing and if it doesn't understand who you are, what you're all about, where you're located, if it can't figure that out from what you're providing to your website, then you're never going to get any kind of customers outside of your social media presence. And so SEO is an incredibly valuable tool because if you do it yourself, it's free. And that's kind of what I had to start off with was after writing my own content for some time for my, my website and for my Etsy page and for my Amazon account. Um, and even for Pinterest, because Pinterest is a search engine, so it requires SEO knowledge as well. And so learning that ended up being the most valuable skill I had to bring to the table as a writer and as a uh, business owner myself. So that's essentially what SEO is and why I think it's an incredibly valuable skill to learn at least the basics of, even if you yourself are wanting to outsource that so fast. And I think everyone that starts to get their you know, feet wet in the realm of SEO is going to very quickly say, yes, that's awesome. Now I know how it works somebody else needs to do this. And so that's one of the, often one of the first hires that you tend to get from a marketing agency is the SEO and content uh, writer. So that's kind of how I, I jumped into the SEO game. It was purely out of necessity. Um, I started writing for companies across the country and businesses across the country, some very small, um, many in the medical industry. I cannot tell you how many were in the automotive industry. I've written about every car known to man. Um, Matt loves that I can spout out more automotive facts than yeah, <laughs> any it man really, he knows. Uh, it's slightly uh, <laughs> emasculating that my wife knows like about 10 times more about cars than I do, but, I, but I've learned to deal with it and I'd be impressed <laughs> by it rather than intimidated. 
<laughs> yeah, so I had to write about just about everything, which was totally fine. I was not opposed to writing about any of it, but um, the reason why I kept getting hired was because their sales and conversions continued to go up because writing something and nobody able to find it is, is one thing. But if you're able to write something that really captivates the audience is answering a question that the people are asking right now and providing sound um, call to actions that are going to drive you to a specific you know sales page or to reach out to the dealership or, or what have you um, there's a strategy involved and so they loved that i had that strategic background and that i had that underlying knowledge of how seo works so that um, in their minds if you can find a solid writer who understands what it means to be a business owner and can play the Google game pretty well, then that's a solid win in their book. So after writing over 580, did we stop there? 580 God. articles for company, like I think over 160 companies and businesses across the country, we decided that we would like to kind of hone in specifically with small businesses that are um, going to enable us to really focus in on the story, get them off the ground. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. I, I know that when you first came to me with this idea of starting the business and going into marketing, I, I was a little overwhelmed because all I'd seen were these giant marketing agencies. You know, I've worked in business world a little bit and we've seen marketing companies we've worked with that hire hundreds of people, have, you know, hundreds of project managers, all these contract writers, all this stuff. And I'm thinking there's no way we can do that. You know, we, uh, we have capital. We don't have that much capital. How are we <laughs> going to get this going? And your idea was to come up with a really a marketing boutique more than a marketing agency. Yep. Uh, can you walk everybody through? through what the difference is in your minds and uh, what we specialize in as a marketing boutique over a marketing agency. Yeah, a marketing agency is is amazing to work with, I have to say. If you can find a solid one that has great reviews that people are just thrilled um, to work with, if you can find one by word of mouth, I think that's amazing. Again, the, the problem comes down to a marketing agency is going to be most effective at marketing their own services. And so in many cases, what you're seeing is very difficult to really figure out, is this going to be beneficial? I don't really know what any of this language means, so I feel like I just have to kind of run with it and trust what I'm paying for. And I've worked with many people who have come to me. I think one client comes to mind um, and he and his family have invested over $80,000 in all kinds of work to their website through a very well-known marketing agency. And it didn't result in a single sale. And I remember thinking like, well, I think it was you, Matt, that said like, well, I could charge $80,000 to do <laughs> Nothing too. <laughs> I, I would love to do that. If anybody wants to give me $80,000 to not sell anything, I can, uh, I'm your guy. But that kind of brought up this whole, like, there's something to be said about working with a small team who is highly selective of the, the businesses that they choose to work with. And that is definitely what I would like to prioritize. I think that, um, we have several packages available. One goes all the way down the road of, we just write all of your content whenever you need it. You just tell us what you need or how many a month and we'll do the SEO research. We'll send you the articles. We'll send you the links, all that fun stuff. Um, but then the other side of that is that there's an enormous amount of coaching because everything that I do, I want to make sure is purely authentic to and transparent to the business owner, because I think there's there's a couple of red flags that jump out at me the moment a, a marketing team wants you to hand over the, the keys to their 
kingdom. You know, it's like, this is my business, my vision. Nobody knows it as well as the business owner, right? So you, your own self, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking about launching something soon or adding a new product or pivoting, or you're just ready to scale your business. And I think all of those are totally valid reasons to start contacting marketing teams. But I think there's an enormous amount of value of you yourself being highly aware of the strengths of each component of the marketing system. Because I mean, marketing things could go all the way from like, I know how to make billboards to I know how to write press releases to writing a blog for the article, you know, to a long sales, um, long form sales page. There's, it, it goes on and on anything that would directly impact a sale or point people towards a specific action is what we call marketing. And so you as a business owner, knowing how each of those components works and really feeling empowered to make those decisions without fear or bribery as like the leading distraction as to why you chose a specific team. Um, I think the number one way that you can kind of predict whether a business strategy or a marketing strategy is going to succeed is how much the business owner herself has bought into that idea. Wouldn't you think that's pretty accurate? Yeah. I mean, that's what we've seen kind of time and time again with businesses we've worked with. Uh, there's obviously other factors like is the product you're selling a good product or is it something no one wants? Uh, but even then, a lot of that can be overcome uh, by just passion and by somebody believing in what they're selling, either the service or product. Um, you as the business owner are the bread and butter of your business. You're the most valuable asset of your business. And so uh, what we try to do is just partner alongside you um, and just kind of going along with uh, that theme i guess with uh with amanda's first business with the um engraving custom woodworking all that that she's done uh with amanda doherty designs it it was something that uh, to be completely honest and i think i've told you this before mm -hmm. uh when you first told me the idea i was like oh that's cute uh you know like <laughs> we'll make uh make a couple extra bucks like it was you know, cute <laughs> yeah when are you gonna sign up to be an uber driver uh so we can actually make money and, uh, and it was, it was really cute and nice until that first uh, Christmas season when I would come home from teaching and we would be packing up, uh, you know, 10, 15 orders every day for two months. And you were making a lot more than I was in <laughs> <laughs> those, those couple months in the first, uh, first year we were doing it. And I was like, wow, this is actually a thing. And, uh, you know, I, I never told her until it, su it succeeded that I, you know, I, thought it was kind of like a nice little cute thing uh, that was going to make a couple bucks. I, I never, you know, put that in our minds. Uh, and I, you know, support her wholeheartedly. Hopefully you agree with that. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of the success <laughs> comes down to the fact that he didn't open his mouth in those first few months because yeah. that would have been enough for me to kind of hide under a shell and, and quit well before yeah we got I, to that season yeah i just told her afterwards when she had made it that i you know wow i really didn't think this was gonna work but i i uh, trusted you and you know i think that that's uh that's important as well as to have people that trust you around you and surrounding you uh and you know more than that for you to believe in yourself uh there's a huge huge tendency uh, you know the whole uh, whole process of me quitting teaching was uh really about a three month process, would you say? Yeah, just about. Yeah, about three months. And it was every day uh, just stressing and uh, asking for guidance from people I trusted, you know, 
it, it was all I thought about. It was all consuming, you know, time at church was spent just thinking about that, asking people like, Hey, you, you have a business. What should I do? And at the end of the day, people kept telling me, uh, you know, do what you feel is right and do what you want to do. And that wasn't the answer I was looking for, but i um, but just the whole idea of believing in yourself is such a big thing because once I stepped out into this and once I did put my resignation in and formally, you know, relinquished my job, I, there was this, this weight that kind of left my shoulders of, okay, I'm out of teaching. I can pursue this a hundred percent and we're not going to do it half-hearted. Uh, you know, we're going to do it, you know, with everything we've got. Uh, there's also this weight that came on my shoulders of, okay, this isn't just some cutesy, uh, you know, three or four hour a week thing while I, uh, find myself and, you know, find the career I want to be in. This is what I'm doing. I'm hundred percent committed to this. And this is, you know, more than a full-time job. Definitely more than a full-time job. And I think that kind of speaks to where many of you might be sitting down thinking like, yeah, this is a very lonely endeavor or yes, I feel like I'm breaking every rule by not going like the corporate route and just kind of following the traditional nine to five model, coming home and being able to clock out for the day. You know, many of you are probably listening and thinking like, I need to Google the phrase clock out because I know that is not my natural wiring anymore. And so um, if you can hear the heart and the understanding that we're able to bring to our our customers, because this is about as authentic as it gets and as genuine as it gets, we really are partnering with each of our customers for their success. And so for that reason, again, we are super selective about the people that we decide to work with, not because we don't want to support everyone. Um, but there is something incredibly freeing about opening up the time and energy to just a handful of clients a month or on a you know, on a, on a scheduled monthly basis that allows us to really invest the, the time, care, and energy that a larger marketing agency by its very nature is just not capable of offering. Many agencies that I've spoken to or worked with in the past have um, an, anywhere up to 250 different clients on their list to work with on a regular basis. And so for that reason, like how much time can you honestly dedicate to each client if you have 250 clients to really consider and keep juggling up in the air? So we're keeping ourselves small until we're capable of expanding. And at that point, we're going to be, again, highly selective of who we work with because we want to work with business owners who are really wanting to take the reins of their marketing strategy and, and roll with it on their own. I think that's an incredibly valuable business owner to partner alongside of. Yeah, definitely. I, and along with that, we, we mentioned people that are our customers. We mentioned people that are clients. Uh, this isn't all just a paid, you know, this isn't like a 30 minute ad that we're running at you guys. Uh, we have a lot of free stuff that we want to give you. Uh, we've gotten a lot of use out of a lot of other people's free stuff. And so we want to give back as well. Uh, one of the free things we do is a free website audit. If you go to our website, amandadohertypress.com, uh, you can get a free audit with that. We can talk you through some stuff. I go through it. Amanda, you've got some freebies coming up as well with other things. Is that right? I do. And in fact, this podcast, I think, is going to be the best resource you can do. So if you were... This is a freebie, right? It is I a didn't freebie. Think about that one. It's a weekly freebie. <laughs> and so this is the origin story. After this, every single week, we're going to be posting very highly practical strategies. We're going to kind of give you some insight into maybe an element of your website or through marketing or, or what have you that you could directly apply today and start to see results as soon as tomorrow. And that in itself is probably going to be the biggest freebie we can offer. So we're here to offer extremely 
um, practical insider advice. We're not here to hold the cards close to our chest. Again, empowering you is the best way to make sure that your business grows. Um, me trying to come in and swoop in and save the day is not going to change the direction of your business at all. Um, it really qu- requires your ownership. And I know that if you're listening to a podcast about marketing, that is showing that you already have those elements and that priority very high up on your list. Yeah. And there's about a uh, 30 different directions we could go with, with that statement of you know, <laughs> us not coming in to save your business. Cause at the end of the day, it's yours and we're not going to be able to do that. Um, but I think it would be best to probably save those for future episodes. I think so. Yeah. Um, like I said, check us out. Check out the freebies on the website. It's amandadortypress.com, A-M-A-N-D-A, then Doherty, D-O-H-E-R-T-Y, press.com. Uh, go there, get a free website audit if you want to. More than happy to reach out to you, talk to you about your SEO, what it, what's going on with it. If you're not even at that point with the website, keep listening to the podcast, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening. And uh, keep listening each week. Uh, check out the freebies that'll be coming up in the next month or so. Uh, we'll have some templates for you. We'll have some things with email campaigns, a bunch of random stuff that uh, we'll have for you to do it yourself. will be up on that website. And at the very least, if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening, that would be awesome. We might even give you a shout-out on the next episode, which would be super cool, right? How great would it be to hear your name and say, Oh, I left five-star. Oh, Amanda's making... She's rolling her eyes with me right now. nerded out no, I know. so bad right but there. But it would really help us out, so please leave us a five-star <laughs> review on any podcasting uh, platform that you're listening on. And for future episodes, just know that the general format of these episodes is 50% amazing content, 50% bickering between the two spouses, so ah. <laughs> a little bit of that. We, uh, we held it back this time. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate appreciate you excuse me, supporting us and, uh, and taking the time out of your day to listen to what we have. Hope you have a good one. Let us know if you have questions. Reach out. Feel free to contact us. In the meantime... One other thing that you can do is join the private Facebook group that is reserved specifically for small business owners. So if you want to go ahead and find us on Facebook and Amanda Doherty Press, give us give yourself a shout out. Let us know what your business is, and we will definitely connect with you in between now and the next episode. Have Until a great then, one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>